Welcome to another edition of the CrossFit Fernandina podcast. I'm Joshua Joyner here at the gym, joined by Coach Chris Dupree. Uh, we are trying something a little different today. We're actually uh, recording the podcast while people are in here during open gym. So um, if you hear any uh, loud noises, uh, that's what's going on. Hopefully nothing um, uh, too crazy you'll hear in the background. But, but anyway, we're here. Chris, welcome. How you feeling? Been a while, but we're back, right? We're finally back. Yep. Finally not being lazy anymore. <laughs> well, we've had a, here's a here's a tip. If you're um, we're going to talk about the open some, but if you're uh, serious about the CrossFit Open, then don't plan to uh, move and buy a new house in the middle of the open. Um, that kind of for me personally set everything back. Um, and uh, podcast one of those things that kind of kind of fell um, on the back burner just a little while. But we're here to recap the uh, the open. Kind of we finished it up a little over a week ago. Uh, this time. Last week, people were getting in their, their scores and wrapping it up, and uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit about that and then kind of how to approach things uh, moving forward now that the Open's over. So, Chris, first of all, uh, first, first last impressions, I guess I should say, as we uh, uh, see uh, overriding thought as we wrap up the Open, looking back on it, kind of what are some thoughts you have, and then uh, you also have to tell us about the uh, intramural Open points. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I don't have my phone, but I know who won. Um, so, thoughts on the Open? Uh it was, I don't know, it was a little different. Um, the last workout was interesting. I was pretty vocal about not being a fan of the programming of it. Uh, but we made it through it. Um, I mean, I was, ha- I was happy with my performance, don't get me wrong. I was really happy with how I did on that the last one, uh, personally. And a lot of people did really well on it. But uh, I, I think that was a, little, a lot of volume unnecessarily for yeah. the common crossfitter yeah i think um i was happy with the programming overall except i, I didn't like the first workout at all obviously <laughs> with the with the rowing and, and wall balls combination um but I, I didn't i think it was an interesting way they approached it like where it was i think each workout kind of tested a single thing the first workout tested your rowing capacity um i mean most everyone could do the wall balls close to unbroken um or at least in two big sets um so it's come down to how well you row uh the second workout um, that was a little different. I think it tested, you know, obviously double unders, toes to bar. So there's a few different things, but how well you can move a heavy barbell if you got into those later rounds. Third one tested your uh, handstand push-up capacity, strict handstand push-up capacity. Fourth one was your um, muscle-up capacity uh, for the bar muscle-ups. And the, the fifth one was, a, I, it was just, yeah, I wasn't happy with that one. I didn't really like that one. But um, we won't get into all that. Uh, overall, I think it was... Decent programming, a little different um, approach. I think CrossFit, as people, most people know, CrossFit's going through some some changes with their um, the way they approach things with their uh, sword. I'm looking for um, methodology. Methodology. That's the way. That's the exact word I was looking for. Good job, Chris. Um, so going through some changes, and it did kind of. I, th- I would say there was a little bit of that in the open, but um, but yeah. So looking at the intramural open, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and um, I know who finished last unfortunately because it was my team but um <laughs> so uh, uh, but yep. yeah go ahead and give us a breakdown of the the points if you if so you uh yep in fourth place not not last uh last but not least yes. that's, the way, that's the way to put that um was akuna masquata um third place was booties and the beasts second was my team uh buck furpees and then finishing in first place and winning the banner for the year I don't know where our other banner is. Yeah, after the look here, the other banner has <laughs> uh, apparently fallen. We need to get yeah. that. No, no, you know what? Jamie took it to the oh, – okay. I know where it went. Jamie took it to the place so she can get the uh, – to show them how to, well, make the yeah, how to make the new one. Sorry. So. Sure. <laughs> anyway, the winners of Making the new – Making excuses on the fly. The here. new intramural <laughs> – or the intramural open for 2019. 
Uh, I was team OG. Sarah Fishwild was the team captain of that team. Um, and uh, they honestly, a big, uh, a large reason they won is they had really good uh, participation mm-hmm. every week. They had the str- they were the strongest as far as pure numbers showing up every week, and that helped helped them a lot. It gave, gave them a solid at least the last two weeks. I think it gave them uh, five to five to seven point bonus over all the other teams right off the bat. Yeah, that's one thing we said at the beginning that it was going to, you know, the open, intramural open and participation in that wasn't about being, you know, ultra competitive. Of course, there was some bonus points along the way for that, as we saw. Um, but the main part was just, you know, showing up, doing the workout, you know, participating in that way and then also um, being supportive and cheering on your teammate, not only your teammates, but also everyone in the gym. And everyone did a great job of that. The uh, team OG just did it and uh, kind of excelled um, above and beyond on that. And that's what propelled them to the top of the 2019 intramural open standing so shout out to those uh, everyone on the team and awesome job um anything else to add about that i don't think so yeah. uh i know that i was a little delayed getting the points out this is my first time doing it so uh thanks everybody for bearing with me on that uh yeah. but uh i had fun uh, and i'm ready to get back to regular right. training okay <laughs> i was gonna say excited to do it again next year <laughs> uh, i'm no. fine with doing it well if i'm here we'll, we'll, see. we'll uh we'll see um yeah my um i, I know how that goes last year I, I i mean it's it's a lot of work organizing everything that's why you know we enlisted chris here to help with it this year um and uh yeah it's a lot of work so thank you chris for, for doing all that thank you everyone for bearing with us and uh for coming out each and every week and uh making it great um, we look forward, I guess, in October is the plan, if the, depending on what CrossFit decides. But right now, um, it's, uh, we're looking at um, having another open in October. So we'll see how that goes and, and kind of all the information coming out about that and look forward to that. So that leads us to our next um, agenda item here. I think we, I wanted to talk about real quick. And what do we do now? Um, you know, kind of kind of how um, how should we approach training um, in our fitness um, you know, as with the open, the open completed, um, you know, I, I think for a lot of, you know, we had like, personally, I think last week was kind of a, a catch your breath week. Yeah. Um, you know, I know definitely what, seemed that way. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and personally, I know it was that way for me, um, uh, for, because the open ending and a lot of other things going on is, you know, kind of a chance to reset. But now as we focus, uh, on things going forward, what, uh, what do we look forward to and kind of how do we, how do you recommend people approach that Chris? Well, what a great time to talk about uh, our new programming. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, like Josh posted in the group, if you haven't seen it, we are running new programming. Uh, and so far, I think I think it's been a big hit. Uh, we've been running it for three weeks now? Something like, maybe four weeks? About, about a month. We started at the beginning of the month. Um, we didn't announce it because we kind of wanted to see how it went before we yeah. made it official um, until about, I guess, two weeks ago. But we had been running it for two weeks at that point, um, and people were picking up on that. There had been a, the, a bit uh, of a change. <laughs> and on the selfish side, as a coach, I really like it. The, the product is uh, very, very well put together. And then as an athlete, I love the workouts. Um, I love the way they're built. Uh, and then so using that new programming as a springboard uh, to how do we train for the Open, um, figure out what your weaknesses are, right? So uh, me personally, I had three of my best open finishes uh, since I've been doing CrossFit. Uh, all three, one, two, and five, uh, all of mine were really, really high finishes, uh, and I was really happy with. Unfortunately, the two in the middle uh, <laughs> were my two worst open finishes I think I've ever had. Yeah. Um, 
I, I will say that's one thing. This year's open, like it was really good about showing your weaknesses. Yes. I feel like, like uh, you know, and your strengths. Yeah, I mean, and your strengths. You were able. There was chances like for me, the handstand push up and the bar muscle up workout were two of my my best workouts ever for yeah. the open. Um, both of them. Um, and uh, and I'm not even in my best shape. I would say as I have been in previous years. But the first workout with the rowing, um, all the rowing in there was by far, by far my worst workout when I went healthy and actually, you know, logging a legit score um, was by far like my worst, um, uh, worst uh, performance. Um, and as you were saying, that's one thing that you, you kind of the open shows you like where you need to improve, where you're good. So, you know, obviously we don't want to let those, those are what the things that we're good at slip, but it's a time, you know, to kind of look at where we, where we, um, struggled and our weaknesses and and move forward so, and and the fun and go kind of going on that i heard a quote or I'm trying to remember where i heard it um watching youtube videos or something or facebook videos about crossfit or some somewhere along the line i heard a quote someone was talking about this exact topic like what to do after the open and um someone said the things you struggled with is you, you probably didn't like me i didn't like rowing and they, they, you know so you probably didn't like it the reason you didn't like it is you're not good at it. So if you get good at it, you may actually like it. Well, and so it's a very circular kind of thing. Point. If you don't like something, then you don't train it. And, and if you don't train yep. it, you don't get good at it. So you don't get good at it, so you never like it. So it's very vicious circle. It's easy yeah. to get caught in, in that a cycle. Trap. And I, I'll be I'll be the first to tell you, I do not get on a rower unless I have to. Right. <laughs> um, uh, although I've been a little bit better about that. But that's one thing where Chris is definitely better than me. Is I, Chris, you'll see him in here practicing things the gymnastic stuff and his handstands just and, always a year behind so yeah <laughs> but um and whereas i don't really come in here and do the extra work but i know i need to do like on the rower um and with some of the weights and stuff um but that's that's it like i know right now that hey i need to get better on the rower i don't want to because i don't like it but maybe if i get better on it i'll like it you know um so that's where i'm going to invest some of my time um going forward but um, i know we're I, running out of time so off that rabbit trail how do we train uh, with the new programming, right, we're in the April focus. The April, I think, to May or June is, uh, if you're, Jason, or the guy who writes it is Jason Kalipa. Uh, that program is focused on power. Um, so right now we're building our power. So find, focus, spend some extra time working on your weaknesses, uh, and then uh, work on the two thing, the, the two big things you can fix, or you can fix your general strength and you can fix your engine, right? Um, can you do both at the same time? That's kind of debatable. Uh, so I would pick an overall, for me personally, I would pick, if I was going to get as good as I could, I would pick the big area I'm struggling in. If I struggle with strength, I'm going to spend a lot of time doing some extra strength work maybe. If I struggle with my engine, then I'm going to spend some time doing, uh, spending some time on the rower. Right, Josh? Yeah. And then, uh, and then work on your specific skills uh, as well, right? Right. And that's one thing um, I did want to add, like we're talking about from a competitive standpoint and getting focused on improving but for the you know some the, those of us who aren't really that concerned with coming in and doing the extra work to improve our rowing or our muscle ups or pull ups whatever it may be um just keep in mind that now's the time to kind of get back into your routine um the open kind of throws things off a little bit um but we got to keep in mind that it was only one workout a week for five weeks so it's not like we you know you can't just kind of say man i did that the open and you know like your fitness probably didn't improve um, during that time because we put so much emphasis on the open. Um, so if that's your goal is just to generally improve your fitness, then our goal now should be getting back focused yep. on getting our regular routine. training, getting in our routine. Um, and that goes for everyone, but it's especially true for those of us who just like coming in and, and um, you know, hitting up a CrossFit class and improving our fitness in general.
All right, so taking that a little, a little bit farther, we're going to talk a minute about uh, those who um, enjoy, which we can all enjoy the open and the aspects of it, but um, those who enjoy more the competitive side of it and are looking to become more uh, competitive at CrossFit. Um, we talked a little bit about addressing your weaknesses um, and, and all that, um, the things we determined. Obviously, we see our strengths and weaknesses from the open and kind of ad addressing those and working on those. Um, but we're also excited to uh, going forward have another uh, program, if you will, to offer those who are looking to become more competitive in our new um, competitive training program that we're using through NC Fit. Um, we made the announcement uh, earlier this week, um, kind of released some details about that and put the um, first weeks of training program kind of out there for folks to see and uh, you know, people have been um, pretty excited about it. Some of the folks are more competitive folks um, to get started with that and uh, I know Chris and some of the other coaches have been kind of uh, sampling or trying out that program um, uh, over the last few weeks before we implemented it. Um, and so we're excited to kind of get that going. Um, first of all, Chris, and I wanted to take a minute to talk about kind of who should be doing um, the uh, competition programming and um, also um, like how you can implement it. Um, first of all, Chris, you've been doing it a few weeks now. You and Ryan uh, have done a lot of the programming. Um, kind of what's your uh, initial thoughts um, on that programming and kind of how it works with the training we're doing in our regular classes? Uh, so uh, with how it works with the regular classes every day, typically you start with a conditioning piece. Uh, the next part is doing the regular class. Uh, the NC60 is how it's labeled. Uh, which is our regular CrossFit classes, and then normally there's either strength or gymnastics uh, bias work at the end of that, uh, or both. Uh, so if you hear all that, you hear that, you, and I know that some days I look at it and I'm like, man, that's a lot of volume. Uh, but uh, one thing to take away from that is I don't have to do every piece of that every single day, right? So uh, you feel like, you look at it and you feel like, oh man, I don't know if I can handle doing split jerks and then back squats, if that was, uh, just an example, I, don't, I haven't looked at that anywhere, but uh, do do your weakness, right? So I look at it, I say, okay, my split jerk's pretty strong, back squat, I'm tall, I got a long way to get down there, so I would probably pick the back squats on that day if I didn't have time to do both of them. Um, and if there's a gymnastics bias, I'm always going to pick the gymnastics because uh, us big guys don't move through space very well. So what you're saying is if I see something with rowing in it, then I should choose to do that? <laughs> you should all, one, <laughs> maybe do it two times. Two times, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a couple of things Chris brings up. Um, first and foremost, the competition training pro, uh, uh, program is um, not in place of the regular CrossFit classes. It is in addition to, um, and it is should be looked as um, if you feel you need the extra work and legitimately need can use the extra work to improve. Um, so even those who are doing the programming, uh, the, the competition programming are still focusing on our classes and making that their first priority. Um, and that's one thing we want to maintain. Um, and with speaking with that, uh, to that, so if you're not um, already coming to probably at least four classes per week, yeah. may, more uh, depending on your schedule, um, if that's um, the schedule issues holding back, maybe some give and take there. But if you aren't doing at least four classes a week, four class sessions and, and really um, uh, putting intensity into those workouts, and there's really no reason to um, tackle that comp competition programming um, necessarily. Um, More is not always better. No, and, and that's the thing is we don't want people to feel like just because the competition's programming is out there that you have to do it um, in order to improve. Uh, we use the example, I know like um, 
Craig doesn't do much in addition to just the classwork. Uh, Nick uh, Gill definitely he's just does the class workouts, and they're both pretty darn competitive, I would say. Um, I'm not really that competitive, but I don't do much extra work usually, and, and I'm halfway decent. So don't feel like you have to, but if you do feel like you want to get into extra work the, and, and, and kind of pick the things that focus on your, your weaknesses, then it's a great tool to use. Um, and we kind of put the information out there on how to get started with that. Um, to uh, jump in, we have a Facebook group where we're posting the workouts. Um, you can talk to a coach about it um, and, um, and uh, asking us about it and, and a little more about the program, we can help you get set up. So Chris, with that, what, what's something, I guess, a way to think, if someone thinks they're ready for competition programming, what are some things we're looking, other than the time commitment, knowing that you know, you're gonna need to spend more time at the gym um, and be a little more committed, what are some things to know that you're kind of ready to take on that extra work? So one thing that uh, Josh already mentioned is uh, that you're coming to, you're coming to the classes and you're pushing that intensity, right? Um, if you and understanding that there's going to be an additional volume load when you take on the comp programming. Uh, so you know if you're if you feel like at the end of a class if you feel like okay that was it I put out everything I could and I did if, and every time you leave the class you don't feel like you had a lot left in the tank then maybe you should maybe wait a little bit longer to start pushing towards that comp programming. Um, uh, but again, and that can be pick your biases, pick what your weaknesses are. Maybe the reason that you feel like that is there was a lot of strength work that day, right? And uh, so you need to get stronger. So you can uh, you can do the conditioning that day uh, just as extra work, right? So it's listening to your body. Uh, really, honestly, is the biggest way I can say it. And talk to the coaches. I mean, honestly, any of the coaches, uh, we pretty much know. You know, we know all the members, and we can give you some tips. Um, and I, I don't think we're necessarily going to say don't do the competition programming, but maybe, hey, maybe you should only do this part of it or you should do, you know, ha cut it in half. Uh, most of the conditioning pieces are 30 to 40 minutes long. Right. You could do half of that and still, still get, get a, good, a yeah. lot of work, right? <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I think yesterday's was 30 minutes right. on average for everybody that did it. Uh, so you could easily cut those in half and still feel like you're getting a lot of work. Uh, uh, so talk to your coaches. Uh, and then listen to your body. If you start the comp programming and you and your body, you know, you feel uh, super sore. You feel like, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like I can keep the intensity in my regular class. I don't feel like I can keep the intensity in my regular classes uh, because I'm so sore. Then maybe start looking at cutting back a little bit there. And so we talked about the time commitment um, involved. There's also going to be a little bit of, and first of all, we're not putting any prerequisites on this. Um, but there is, um, so anyone who, you know, if you're interested in it, let us know and kind of steer you in the right direction. But the things you got to be ready for is the time commitment, being able, ready to put in a little extra time and not that you have to be up here two hours a day or, you know, every day, but that you obviously have to still be able to come to the classes. And then on top of that, uh, an additional 30 minutes to an hour here and there, um, maybe two or three days a week. Um, you don't have to do, like Chris said, every, each day there's three components, um, usually to the programming the main the class is the main programming and then you have two additional a conditioning piece and probably a strength or skill work um and you can kind of pick and choose to add one one day or make like i, I think my goal is going to be to do three to four extra pieces a week in addition to my four or five classes um and i'll be lucky to get that but um but so the the time commitment is the one thing there's also a little bit of a, a knowledge requirement and a skill um not necessarily a skill, but kind of knowing your way around uh, the different movements. It's not going to be a scenario where you come in here and there's going to be a coach helping you through this programming. Um, you have to kind of have, you know, when, when it says we're doing 
um, XYZ movements, you can, I mean, you can, you know, there's a way to ask the coach, you know, for a little clarification if you need it, um, but you're not going to be coached on those movements. So you have to be prepared to do those movements safely um, uh, and correctly on your own um, without a coach needing to stand over you. So that's, again, something, you know, you may need to talk to, you should probably talk to us about um, if you feel like you're not quite there yet, and we can definitely help you out. Um, with finding some of the programming that may work better for you um, and avoiding some of the more technical stuff that you may not be quite ready for. Um, on top of that, we're going to have some requirements and kind of policies and how it's going to work in uh, regards to the other classes going on. Um, it's not going to be like a free-for-all situation where you just come in and do whatever you want. Um, it is going to be you're going to have to uh, make sure we are out of the way and not, um, not affecting uh, the classes that are going on. Obviously we have at times we have two classes going on with our teens classes and our kids classes. So there's not going to be, um, that's going to be off, li you know, off limits whenever the gym's full and that, um, for, for those, and that does happen often. Um, so yeah, avoid the 4:30 PM Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and nine o'clock on Saturdays. Um, and when you are here doing that, you have to be respectful of the class. If the the conditioning piece calls for rowing and there's rowing in the uh, class workout, there's a good chance you're not gonna have a rower and you have to do something different or um, wait till uh, there's not a class going on and we have the opportunity to get you a rower. Um, so that's the thing first and foremost is to make sure we're out of the way of the classes, um, not classes impeding are that. First, yes, always. always. Um, and as far as equipment goes, space goes, and you're not disturbing the class. Remember that whenever there's a class going on, there's a coach coaching and there's uh, people who are there to um, improve and get better and they um, we don't need people um, exercising loudly um, excessively excessively loud uh, in the corner interrupting so not saying you have to work out in silence um, but do keep that in mind if you're um, doing the, uh, the extra work that you're not interrupting classes don't be clanging and banging or yeah watch out for the clanging and banging um, and the grunting and screaming everything else. <laughs> anyway, not that bad. Um, but it is uh, additional work, and uh, if you're interested, interested in it, let us know. Anything else, Chris? Uh, nope. All right, another great addition. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, uh, the show. We look forward to getting back on track and uh, back in a routine, getting uh, maybe one a week, if not more, out uh, for the podcast here. Um, so you guys uh, look forward to the look out for the next episode soon. Otherwise, have a great day.